I can't see uh, the screen in front of me. Look at me. I got this new piece of equipment, right? So I can't see anyone. I'm doing this, trying to see who's coming in. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Hang on. Let me get this this visual going on on Facebook so I can see your comments. I see my big nose in the camera. Of course, that's me that can do something like that. Okay. Uh, so good morning, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. I'm Maria Mariano. I am a coach and mentor in my multi-level marketing business. But you know, Marie-Pierre, I have to tell you, I'm also a coach and mentor for Mohammed. <laughs> he's the brain. He's the brain. I'm the talker. He always says, I'm the talker. He's the brain. Um, and yes, coaching and mentoring begins at the base, which means our own family. Always begin. Well, actually, you know what? It begins with me. Because today we're going to talk about the importance of taking care also of ourselves. Because a lot of us treat ourselves, we, we don't treat ourselves nice enough. And I love the story of the goose and the golden egg where I am the goose and I produce the golden eggs. But if I burn the candle from both ends, the goose ends up dying, right? So there's nothing that happens. Hey, that's quite dramatic to start off like that. You will die. If you do not take care of yourself, that's pretty clear, really. What do you think? What do you guys think? So this is going to be the subject today. It's still an overview, overview of the seven habits of highly effective people of Stephen Covey, renowned worldwide, a bestseller. And still today, the most, um, the most, re the highest recommended book by all big business leaders around the world, CEOs, and even I will add billionaires. So what does it mean? What does it mean organizational PCC balance? Okay. P, Marie-Pierre, is the goose, right? PC is production capability of the goose. It's, it's capacity to lay golden eggs. Okay. So where people continually expand their capacity what it means, organizational PTC balance, is where it's a place where people continually expand their capacity to create the results they truly desire, where new ways of thinking are nurtured, okay? We, we don't hide them. We, we're not afraid of new ways of thinking as leaders. Uh, new ways of thinking are nurtured where collective, collective aspiration is set Free and where people are continually, continually learning how to learn together. This is what I provide for my organization at Lady Map Copperware and the one I work with. This is what I provide for my family, beginning with my husband, my children. This is what I provide for myself. Did you notice, Marie-Pierre, after so many years, I intentionally get up early every morning to read. I need to read, I need to learn, I need to assess, I need to learn from other people. And this keeps our business climbing. Climbing keeps my relationship with my husband uh, strong. As, as those that know me, you hear me say all the time, I'm married to James Bond for 34 years. And if I could remarry today with the intelligence and the wisdom of a 57-year-old woman, 
I would remarry the same man. Well, organizational history here is the secret. And as I was reading it last night with Marie-Claire, and as I was developing the subject this morning, and as I repeated it to Marie-Claire, then I repeated it to our mastermind group with Jean-Philippe and Sabrina. The more I did that, Marie-Claire, the more I realized how powerful this chapter is this morning. Am I knocking my microphone again? Can you hear my, oh, we're good. Am I knocking it? I take off my thing. Okay, you have to tell me. You have to tell me, guys, like if I'm knocking the, because I'm Italian. So the problem with me is if I don't use my hands, I can't talk. How do you stop an Italian from talking? You tie her hands. Okay, it's like my hands are going to move. Okay, so it applies to families, individuals, and organization building blocks. One, systematic problem solve solving. You need systematic problem solving for yourself, for your family, for your organization workplace. You need to keep trying new approaches. New approaches. Number two, try new approaches all, all the time. We need to write down every single new approach we tried and what were the results. Tracking, 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 tracking. Tracking is the key to success. Tracking. My children were in swimming. What did the coaches do? They tracked their time. They tracked, tracked, tracked. And every time they went in that water, the objective was to beat their best time by even a millisecond. So tracking. Number, number, num so this you, you learn from experience in your history. Number four, you have to learn from other people's experience and history. So who are you talking to? Are you talking to people that are, are at the level of success that you want to achieve? So you, if you're in my multi-level marketing business, you should be talking to Annie Marchand. You should be talking to Stephanie Seguin. You should be talking to Sylvain Lalonde. You should be talking to Marie-Josée Brouillette and to Marie-Lise Belleville. Now, people say, yeah, but no, no, guys, guys, they have maintained that level. Don't be jealous. Don't be a baby. Don't think you're better than them because if you were, <laughs> you would be at their level, okay? They have maintained this level for over 10 years. Talk to the people with that when you grow up, you want to be like, okay? Don't ever um, go get experience from lateral. Lateral means people that produce as much as me or less than me. It will drive you uh, away from where you want to go. And last but not least, the most important is the transferring of knowledge. So what I enjoy today in my life, having built 38 years of multi-level marketing, is that today, literally, everything I know has been transferred. The, the, the wisdom, the knowledge, the way to do things has been transferred to other leaders in my organization who have not only adapted it, but are better than me at transferring that same information. I used to transfer with excellence. They are doing now a better job at it than me. And this is what every mentor wants. Every mentor wants his student or her student to surpass the master. The same thing in my family. Ra I raised those kids, but my greatest pride in raising my children who are now 25, 27, 29, is they don't need me anymore. And they're better at what I taught them, at what Mohammed taught them than we are. Isn't that the dream of every parent? Okay, isn't that the dream of every parent? My husband says to my son once, he says, son, remember, there's no one in your life that will want good things for you more than your dad and your mom. True or true? Okay, 
No, no, you might not like what I'm telling you, but there's my biggest desire is that you become tenfold the version of what I am, okay? So for this to happen all the time, we need systems. We need duplicable systems. We need processes that support activities that allow daily implementation into the very fabric of daily operations of making sure the goose is fed, the goose is healthy, as it generates the maximum of golden eggs that it can. Sound complicated? Well, actually, it isn't. The opposite is very complicated. And because this week I was asked question, questions in my corporation, my company I'm working for, I'm going to share this with you. For 20 years, we have had a CEO that was very, very good, Magdal, at delivering golden eggs. But secretly, what we didn't see is that, number one, he didn't transfer his knowledge so it could be duplicable. Number two, what we didn't see is he didn't fix the machinery that produced our product so it, we would have a modern machinery that instead of producing like in the 70s, four containers at a time, he, he didn't upgrade them to produce eight containers at a time or 12 containers at a time to be more productive. What we didn't see is he didn't upgrade the um, software system. We were working up until today. Today is a historical moment in the history of my multi-level marketing business, but we have been working with a computer system that dates back to 1995. Can you imagine as of midnight last night, finally, finally, we're entering the 21st century in our system. All we kept doing was renovating. So what, what renovation means is that we add an extension to the house. So our computer system was like that. We just kept adding to, for it to cost the least expensive possible. So what he did is he burned out the goose because all he was interested in is, is the profits at the end of the day. So as one CEO looked like a rock star, when the next CEO came in, she looked like the person that was responsible for driving profits down. But what the shareholders didn't see was that the first CEO just burned down the house. So when she came in and said, well, wait a second, wait a second, the streets are broken. So try to visualize a city where we didn't take care of its infrastructure for 20 years. The streets are broken. You know, the, the, um, uh, the, the, the sewer systems are broken. So she needed to come in, and of course, it produced less golden eggs. She was healing the goose. It didn't take long. We threw her under the bus, right? And then we brought in another CEO that is doing exactly what that CEO wanted to do. But for some reason or not, another, this now is working out. So today, brought in by a, another CEO, not the one we threw under the bus, we finally have our new infrastructure. But remember, okay, the, the fault here was in the, the, the CEO that didn't take care of the infra infrastructure. The same thing for me, for my body. If I burn the candle from both ends, I'm responsible. The same thing for my family. If I don't take the time to understand my kids and I'm pushing them to deliver high grades, I'm pushing them to be great in sports, I'm pushing them uh, to, to have activity like music and I don't ask them, I don't ask them what 
do you want? What happens is a lot of kids at a certain point quit. Like they, they just, you know, quit everything at the same time. This is why suicide rate in young children of 16 years old is at the highest level ever. You know, I challenge parents right now. Do you know your child's favorite color? Do you know your child's favorite movie of all time? Do you know your child's favorite food? That one food? Do you know your child's passion? Do you know your child's dreams? Do you know your child's aspirations? These are questions that are so, so important for the PCC balance between families, between organizations, okay? You need to treat your family the same way you want your family to treat you as a mom or dad. You need to treat your employees the same way you want your employees to treat your customer. Yes or yes. Now, Marie-Pierre, if there's any comment, because I can't see the screen for the um, pod beam, if there's any comments that people are writing in or on Facebook, I would invite you. Anyways, raise your hands if there's comments you would like to read, okay? The focus on the gold egg is totally inadequate to tap into the powerful energies of the minds and hearts of our people, including mine the first. If I am in a healthy body, what happens is I'm excited to get up in the morning. I, I put my alarm, Marie-Pierre, but just as, as a symbolic gesture and not that I need the alarm clock to wake up because my mind and my body and my soul you know, it is there. I'm feeding it. I'm feeding it. So the goose is being taken care of. My family is the same thing. So effectiveness lies in balance. It requires balance between the, the, the health of the goose and its capacity to produce eggs. Balances go, balance going from A plus and, play, and paying the price to get an education. You know, you want to get the A plus all the time, but you need to pay to get a proper education so it doesn't get you doesn't take you that long to get an A plus. It balances to have a clean bedroom, right? And building of a relationship with my child so he commits to keeping his bedroom clean with happiness and joy. He does it cheerfully without supervision. This is the power of PPC balance. We want to build systematic problem solving to experimentation that people aren't afraid. So my son once says to me, mom, I want to try this. So he made me put him, he made me, he made me change his bed sheet setting. So all he had was a quilt to do his bed in the morning. And I said, hey, if, if that's going to make you do your bed every morning, that's what we did. So we changed all the bed setting from the traditional Italian setting where there's so many layers to the new modern where there's just a quilt, okay? So experimentation, I'm not afraid of it. I allowed them to experiment as long as I got the results I wanted as a mother. Three, learning from past experience. We need a system, learning from others once again, and most important, transferring the knowledge. I'm gonna leave you now in the hands of Marie-Pierre. If you have any comments to read, start with that, Marie-Pierre. Introduce yourself, talk about Facebook so they can share. Uh, our conference, and then explain to us, where can I begin today? If I don't have balance, how do I begin today with church training to get balance as of now? Take it away, my love. Yeah, so the next conference, it's 
coming soon, coming soon. <laughs> it's the May 15th, so make sure to get your ticket. I will put the link in the comments. It will be really a workshop, so you can have exercise doing uh, during the conference. It's not just something that you will listen to it and say, oh, that was fun. No, you will really work on yourself. And because our vision is to build the thousand millionaire and to become a millionaire, of course, you have to work on yourself to become the better version of yourself. So yes, the ticket for the next conference for the May 15th. And if you didn't have a conditioning program, I will put the link to uh, in the comment because that's something that will help you to not just work one day, but still working on yourself every morning. So you don't just work some time and <laughs> not doing it full time. So yes, the conditioning program. So I'm Marthia, I'm 30 years old. I've been in the MLM for six years. Now, no, we are in May. Okay, seven years. <laughs> now it's seven years. I have to change the number. <laughs> so yes, the thing I love being in the MLM is, is I can really develop myself. And it's something that we not learn in school. So I love that it's something new every day. And we read uh, last night uh, in the book uh, that if we want to master what we read, uh, we have to uh, teach it to, to somebody else. And it's really written word by word. You have to teach it to someone else if you really want to master it. So I love it that you are there every morning so we can uh, give you everything that we learned yesterday so we can really master it because we have to teach it to somebody else. So thank you for being there. If you are on Podbean or on Facebook, if you write comments, it helps us to be more visible on the platform. If you share, please share with a comment before so that people will not just see a post of a, something you share, but they will really click on it because you said why you love to listen to the podcast and why they should listen to the podcast too. And they can join the group if they want to be in the community to level up. So yes, when we were talking about the, that subject last night uh, and we say, okay, you have to ask good questions if you want to build trust in your team, if you want to build a community to have really um, great relationship. And I said, okay, yes, yes, that's great. <laughs> but what kind of question? So if you are like me, that says, okay, I know that I, I have to ask questions to start conversation. And because I know that conversation will lead to more trust and engagement and also improving productivity along the way. So if you are like me, that yes, you know, but you don't know what to say, just write it in the comment. <laughs> yes, it's really good. I know, I know, but what? I will meet them. <laughs> I will ask questions, but maybe that's the right question. So I did a little research and I took a lot of articles for you and I compiled them to have 20 questions, trust building questions that you can use when you want to build a, a real relationship with someone and you want to build the trust um, between the, you and the people. So. Yes, it will be question that you can use for one-on-one -on -one conversation or in small group too. Because now with the <laughs> virtual way, it's better to have small group. 
because we don't know how the other person can interpret what you will say. So make sure that, yes, you can have one-on-one -on -one conversation, but also in small group too. So I will tell you the 20 questions so you can write it, but I know that some of you not write fast <laughs> enough. So I will put the document on the group, Les Millionaires des Amis Inspirational Group. So you can just print it if you want to have it printed. I know Maria loves when she has something print. <laughs> so number one question, who inspired you to pursue the career, the career you have today? So that, this is a great conversation starter. And when asking this question, you will see the why. Yes. Yes. I want to play. I want to play. Okay. Who encouraged me to pursue this? It's Amy Schmaltz. Yeah. Because I wanted to sell insurance. And she encouraged me to start. Not my parents. Can you imagine? And then every time I wanted to quit, she upgraded me. And that's how come I became the youngest business leader in the Tupperware world. I mean, it was 40 and over back in those days. Can you imagine? Okay, continue. I love this question. <laughs> okay. Number two, do you have a pet? What is or she like? You will see with Maria, you, know, you don't know what kind of... Uh, when you ask that question, how long the conversation will be, but you will be surprised of how excited the person will be. <laughs> I don't have a pet, but I do. I am a grandmother of Benji and Bella. Yes, <laughs> a pug and a Frenchie that belong to my daughter, but they love me more. <laughs> so you will see excitement in their voice. And of course, it's a great... <laughs> Number three, what is, what is your secret talent that no one knows about? No, everybody knows everything about me. <laughs> Every, everything. But it's a great question. To be, it will be helpful to delegate work. So you will see the talent of everyone uh, in your team. So you can really delegate work that they love to do. You know, for those that are entrepreneurs like myself, uh, we did a post in our director team. I said, Sylvain, do me a post sharing every one of our directors what they are already doing that they love to do and invite other directors to share their talents, right? And then when they did that post, Marie-Claire, did you see how many people said, I want to do translation, I want to correct English, I want to correct French, uh, I want to do the posters. It's like amazing if you give people opportunity. Oh, I love it. Okay, go, go, go. <laughs> okay, number four. Do you have tradition in your family? Oh, yes. Okay, that means that uh, Christmas, example, it's only at Christmas I do roast beef. It's not that I can't do roast beef the rest of the year. I keep it a tradition that roast beef is at Christmas. So I, I, I stick to that tradition because... I don't know if any of you were raised like me, but there were certain foods that only were done by mom at a certain um, feast, at a certain celebration. Well, I, I keep those traditions going. Oh, I love it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number five, what was the first thing you bought with your own money? My mom and my dad, their official desk 
that I inherited after my mom passed away. That's what I bought with my first $7,000 cash. Oh. That's a good question. (laughs) Number six, what's the best advice you can give to someone who just started their career? Listen to the successful people. (laughs) Okay? Listen to those that you aspire to be one day. Do not go lateral. Do not go under you just so that you can feel better and more powerful. That's your ego talking. (laughs) Number seven, do you cook? And what's your favorite recipe? Pasta. 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 All (laughs) kinds of sauces for pasta. Anybody surprised? Italian pasta. <laughs> Number eight. How would you spend a million dollars in four, uh, 24 hours? I would buy a youth home. Mm. That's what I do. I have 20, that's what I would do. <laughs> Number nine. What's the coolest thing you're working on right now? Right now, Gen Con. Yes. I'm becoming the next organization at $280 million of sales in 2021. Okay, I love these five. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Number 10, how do you like to get feedback? By looking at you in the eyes on Zoom. <laughs> huh? I go like this. And, Marie-Pierre? <laughs> okay, number 11, what was your first job? Greenbergs, 21 days, they fired me. <laughs> they told me I was not paid to think. I want to remodel the store, they didn't want me to do it. I think actually it's because I broke three shelves of, of uh, statues. Maybe, probably. I don't know. Anyways, I was fired after 21 days. <laughs> Okay, number 12, if you could get a new skill in 10 minutes, what would it be? Speaking Spanish. Why? Because it's such a huge Hispanic market. Oh. I would work in, in Colombia. I would work in Mexico. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, number 13, what are the toughest challenge you've had at work? Dealing with stupid people that think they know and they don't know. You know, those who, Socrates says, he who doesn't know and doesn't know he doesn't know is an idiot. Run away from him. He who doesn't know that he knows is asleep. Awaken him. I can work with that. He who knows but doesn't know he knows. I lost a T-tip. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, category number one. He doesn't know, doesn't know, they don't know. Ah, and then they talk. Shut up. Your results don't show that you know. You know people that tell you stuff, but... That's in French. They do nothing. It's my Italian accent. Okay, number 14. <laughs> what upcoming, upcoming technological innovation will dramati- dramatically impact the industry in the next five years? Oh. 
I believe that if my company would complete the cooking system with an electronic product, that would have a huge impact. Like, I'd love mm. to sell a microwave. I talk about microwaves all the time. Why am I not selling a Tupperware microwave? Mm. Huh? I love it. Like, I, I use a brown mixture to grind my soup. Why don't I have a Tupperware one? Mm -hmm. huh? Huh? Okay. I, I didn't know the questions ahead of time, so I'm having fun. <laughs> Actually, it's not your podcast. It's mine, okay? It's like me and Marie-Pierre, okay? Go on. Okay, number 15. What skill do you think everyone should learn? Cooking, 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 everyone. If you learn cooking, you will be a multimillionaire. Mm -hmm. Frugal in the kitchen, frugal everywhere, smart. Every okay, sorry. So passionate. Okay, keep going. Number 16. When do you feel most productive at work? When nobody's here. At five o'clock in the morning, when nobody's asking me anything. Oh, I thought you would say, when I work with someone. <laughs> yes, but it kind of stabs my progress. No, actually, I'm very good before, before 9 a.m. in the morning. Mm. That's my best time, 5 to 9. Perfect. Number 17, what should the company stop doing because it is counterproductive? Actually, I think the company should start recognizing more our people. Because not recognizing them is counterproductive. Mm. Between you and me. <laughs> and not being afraid of the leaders that are making it happen. Somebody asked me the question this week. Has your CEO ever, uh, because, you know, we're number one in the world. Has he ever asked you a question? No. I mean, it's so counterproductive. Anyways, go on. Okay. Number 18, is there a project or a task where you are interested to, in taking more ownership? Uh, yeah. Yeah, if I knew I couldn't fail, I'd buy Tupperware. <laughs> I needed money, more money though. <laughs> <laughs> Number I, 19. <laughs> no, but Maxim, can you imagine if I'm the CEO of Tupperware Brands? Oh, 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 oh my God, Maxim, this company would do this. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number. Hang on, not too many people listen to this podcast. No. <laughs> okay, number 19. Are you crystal clear on your role and what you should be working on? Absolutely. Perfect. And number 20. What would you change about our company product if you had the magic wand? What I would change is that they stop discounting my products heavily. Mm. Instead, train people to sell from the catalog. That's what I would change with a one. Mm. I love it. So, yes, I will post these questions on the group because I know that uh, maybe you are like me, that if you don't have the question, you don't know what to ask. <laughs> I love it, Marie-Pierre. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Anybody else as excited as me with these questions? I mean, you can do this with your spouses. You can do this with your children. You can with yourself, with yourself. OMG. I love it. I'm so proud of her. I'm telling you, she's a hard worker. So, yes.
Marie-Pierre, the PPC balance is the very essence of effectiveness, okay? It is true in every area of our life. It is the lighthouse. I want you to see the PPC balance in anything you do, a lighthouse. Remember the battleship that says uh, uh, to the intrusion in front of them, uh, please deviate 20 degrees to the right. And, and, and the other, the lighthouse answered because the battleship thought that the lighthouse was a ship. So the lighthouse answered, no, you deviate 20 degrees west. The, light, the battleship is pissed, right? He goes, you know we are the U.S. battleship of America, the highest, biggest, blah, 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 blah. Deviate right now 20 degrees to the right. And the lighthouse says, I am the lighthouse. Move. And he moves. This is what you call a lighthouse value. We don't move. They move. Lighthouse. So get the book. If you don't have it yet, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. For next Thursday, you've got to have the book and the workbook. Invest in yourselves, my friends. Tomorrow, we will conclude the intro. That's all we've been doing up to now is the intro. Can you imagine, Maria, the depth of this book? Tomorrow, we'll conclude the intro with how to use the book and how to work with the workbook. So if any of you listen to this podcast intentionally to level up and be a better version of yourself, you need to buy the book and you need to get the workbook and be ready. Next Thursday, we attack habit number one. Okay, that's it. Love you guys. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being with us. And off to the French. Marie-Pierre, I love you.